Cool. Welcome everyone to the Obscure Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about zero trust as a concept. Um, in the room with me, I've got Kyle Menton, who is a channel systems engineer for Palo Alto, and Dylan Swanepoel, who is a, a senior engineer here at uh, Obscure Technologies. So, yeah, thanks guys for joining. Um, let's let's tackle this. Um, to start off the you know conversation, let's just first understand what zero trust is. So, Kyle, would you mind explaining to us, you know, the concept? Cool. Yeah, it's a good question. I think uh, one of the biggest things that I get out of a lot of customers is, uh, can I please have a zero trust? Um, it's not a product. You know, it could be, it's mostly like a, a strategy. It's like a methodology. It's a way of thinking in a business in order to secure end to end. And the whole concept is, is quite simple, to be honest with you. It's literally not trusting anything, including the people that work for the actual business itself. So it's not something you can buy, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's a long-term, you know, strategy so that they need to apply. Quite a decently long-term <laughs> yeah. strategy. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, how do we identify the stakeholders responsible for this? So the thing is, it, it could be done in many ways. So it depends on a customer's business, depends on the applications they're running, it depends on the way that they do it, whether they're an operational type business, it's a services type business as well. It's it's honestly, it's how long is a piece of string at the end of the day. So mm. one could have a completely different zero trust tr- strategy to another business that has a completely different zero trust strategy, unfortunately. So mm. like I mentioned previously, is that it literally is. Ensuring that even this, you know, the, the, the human factor, that squishy thing between the keyboard and the chair, you know, whether they are trusted as, as an actual entity or a user all the way to the application, the, the actual devices that they're using, the cloud, everything that they, they get access mm. to essentially. And then we, when we look at controls, um, you know, typically what would we put in place to apply zero trust in any environment? So the other side of it is, from a Palo Alto perspective, it's quite an interesting one. A lot of users or customers seem to think that, you know, this looks like a long strategy, a difficult thing to do, but there really are just three very basic core values of looking at zero trust. Mm. And it's an interesting one. It's something um, that we can talk about a little bit later is that there's a difference between a, a what we call ZTNA, zero trust network access, versus a zero trust network security side of things as well. And the three very basic things is looking at providing context based access. And it sounds quite complicated, but really what it is, is trying to understand who and what needs to get access. So me as a human, me, Kyle, who's getting access to those certain applications? What device am I using at the end of the day to get access to something? Um, Understanding the integrity of that device as well. Uh, The other side of it is obviously quite importantly as part of a zero trust network security function is obviously making sure that everything is safe that you're getting access to. And this is actually quite an interesting as well, because a lot of these different um, customers that look at providing these different security levels often forget about, well, I've given you application control and I've done, you know, anti-malware and I've done the zero trust and we've already done that as part of our security policy. But they're not worrying about, well, the session's been established, so what other security measures do we need to do while that's, that session is still established? It's not just one thing that says protect that, do that, and that's it, game over. I mean, the user's constantly busy and working on it all the time. And the, and I personally think one of the most important sides of it is consistency. And that's something we push quite heavily is that, I mean, like I mentioned, I mean, especially now, right? Everybody's working from home. They're either in the office, either at home, sitting at a coffee shop, going for lunch, having meetings everywhere they go. Um, a lot of the businesses fail in that part where whatever security policies and controls they have from a remote user perspective may be completely different from an, an experience side of things when they're sitting behind 
a PC at the office or behind a firewall at the office. They may experience something different. So we need to make sure that whatever controls are from a remote perspective are exactly the same if the users are sitting at the office as well. Um, and how much of this are you seeing? You know, how many customers are, are adopting this methodology, you know, as of late? So scarily enough, not enough. Okay. Um, in fact, it's actually quite an interesting one. If you go to a lot of the different customers and in fact, um, Go to most of them. I think that's one of the questions we ask first of all: is what is your zero trust strategy? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's that question. Well, what is that? Mm. So I think the biggest driver we have at this point in time is enablement, pushing yeah. that across. Oh, good thing we're doing this podcast, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly it. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so we were talking about ZTNA and ZTNS. Um, I just want to understand. You know, we we did dabble a little bit in the space of of how Apollo, you know, touches on this, but mm. maybe go into a bit more detail around, you know, how Apollo also specifically addresses the zero trust concept. Cool. So ZTNA or zero trust network access. Um, is also a relatively new concept. I mean, everyone's running with us and saying exactly the same thing. It's not trusting certain mm-hmm. parts of the network. But interestingly enough, even though ZTNA is a, a relatively new term, it is also incomplete as a methodology as mm-hmm. well. And why I say that is a lot of the a lot of the thinking behind it is always associated to a remote user gaining access to an enterprise application. Mm-hmm. And everything else behind it is kind of negated and forgotten about. So they're not worrying about, well, what about the user that's still sitting at the branch office that's getting access to just the internet, getting access to the SaaS applications? They're forgetting about that as well. So there's there's still so much more behind it, not just purely access and just, well, can I get to the application? We've mm-hmm. got to worry about, well, now I've got to have the access to the application. Well, what about the rest of it? Yeah. How do I ensure that security in the back end for everything, essentially? Mm-hmm. Um, so we spoke a little bit about where we see organizations at the moment. So, you know, currently not enough people are adapting, um, you know, to the concept. But what do you think we'll see in five years from now? Like you said, the reason for the podcast, right? And I think the biggest driver, I think, is more important for services providers, um, security providers out there as well, ensuring that we're giving customers that, are, you know, the understanding of what ZTNS is mm-hmm. versus a normal ZTNA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it is. It's an educational drive right now. Um, it, it isn't just a fad, unfortunately. And I know, you know, typical IT, we bring up these multiple different acronyms and new fads every single day. But this is generally one of the things that we need to worry about, especially mm-hmm. in the way that we're working now with this increased way of, um, you know, creating a larger security landscape. It's mm-hmm. no longer just the office. It's no longer just a user sitting on their laptop. It's someone sitting at home, also accessing company resources from their personal machines, their personal mobile devices. So for us right now, I think it's they're still looking at ZTNA, which mm-hmm. is a big problem. It's no longer just an access thing. We need to educate them behind the security function behind it as well. And then, um, you know, I've got one more question for you, uh, maybe maybe more towards Dylan. You know, so how do we actually identify what is currently in our environment, um, you know, in Palo Alto stack, and how can we easily identify this stuff? So if you have a firewall, um, a Palo Alto Networks firewall, then you can always run an SLR um, at best practice assessment to see your existing configurations and traffic okay. um, that's currently spanning on that firewall. Okay, cool. And um, this is something we can easily do, you know, from, from an obscure perspective. We can obviously provide uh, you with these services free of charge. Um, so if you guys are looking to to run something like this, more than happy to help. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining. If you guys would like to learn a little bit more about the concept, you can follow the link post in the description. Uh, we've done a previous session specifically relating to Zero Trust as well. So just go check that out. Mm-hmm.